Hey y'all, you're listening to No Offense And, a loving and nourishing space created to fuel conversations around personal and collective liberation. We're Kelly and Kendall, having vulnerable and intentional conversations full of humor, empathy, and of course, love. Honestly, these episodes are just our opinions, so take no offense. And we invite you to explore yourself through our words, help grow our community by leaving a review, and most importantly, sharing. Now let's get into some self-loving. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this very special Self-Love Monday. We have our very first guest guiding us on a self-love journey today. Claudia Nanino is back with us. We had her interview last week, and now she is gracing us with her knowledge and her expertise in breath. She's going to be guiding us through a breath sequence. Claudia, hello. We're so honored that you're here. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Thank you. I love sharing breath, breath practices, breath education. I think it's really important, especially in a self-love journey because it's one of our easiest tools to access and it's you. You don't have to rely on any outside source or an outside person. Yes, there are techniques. There are different things you can learn, but it's can be really, really simple too. It's not something that has to be overthought or rigid. Um, yeah, but just finding a few tools that you like, a few different maybe histories or lineages. Or I like to always say, if all else fails and you forget everything that we do today, just even nasal breaths is wonderful. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you do that three times, six times, that is going to do wonders for your system, for your energy, for your emotions. Um, especially if you're feeling moments of of stress or anxiety, uh, six even nasal breaths is a game changer. And when you say nasal breaths, you mean breathing in through the nose and out through the nose. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I think um, a lot of us have developed habits with our breathing that we're not even aware of that are not optimal. I don't want to say they're bad. Like I don't want to judge breath as good or bad, but there's certainly ways of breathing that are more ideal. That's better for the body that allows all of the systems to work in the way that they're supposed to, that really brings you, you know, helps you shift from being in your sympathetic nervous system versus your parasympathetic or in simpler terms, being stressed versus being calm. Um, And there's so many of us are breathing in a way that keeps us more in that stressed, anxious, anxious, vigilant way of living, which then doesn't allow the energy to be properly directed to the more uh, basic systems of the body, like digestion, like recovery, like healing. And so breathing through the nose is one of the easiest, simplest things to remember to be in a more optimal state um, when you're thinking about the physical body and, and also the emotional body, the energetic body as well. And then if you can do your best to slow the breath down and to have that inhale and exhale be even, it's beautiful. So if, if you want to start with a count of three, probably most of us are normally breathing somewhere between two to four seconds on the inhale and the exhale. But according to James Nestor and his book, Breath, what they've, and, and, and according to the studies and the research that he dove into, like the ideal length is five to six seconds in and five to six seconds out, which is much, much slower than most of us are breathing. So it's important to just start to bring awareness to your breath and catch yourself, catch your pace, catch your depth. Notice when you're holding your breath. So many of us are holding our breath throughout the day. 
there's this term called email apnea. Have you heard of it? I think we have we talked about it before. Yeah, we have. It's so fascinating. I know. And they they they've studied that and found that up to 80% of people studied experience this phenomenon. And it's called email apnea, but it's essentially whenever you're on a device, your computer, your phone, you know, you're just kind of focused in the zone typing or texting um, that we tend to hold our breath and we're not even consciously choosing to do so. Um, and, and I'm not saying that necessarily breath holds are bad for you, but when they're done in this way, that's not intentional. And with, again, being more in that kind of stressed energetic state, it's, it's, it isn't good for you actually. And so just bringing awareness again, catching when you're holding your breath and just not judging it, you know, not getting mad at yourself or telling yourself that you're doing it wrong, just giving yourself a chance to do it better by introducing a long, slow, deep breath um, whenever you catch it. And, and you'll start to notice your breath throughout the day more and more. And, and that's a beautiful relationship to cultivate and to have because you'll you'll become very aware of how your breath um, is can be directly correlated to how you're feeling. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I remember reading James Nestor's book that you had us read in the apprenticeship and and the conscious breathing through the nose with the five to six seconds and beginning to integrate that into the day. Mm-hmm. I It was transformational, just like that, as you're saying, that awareness and just mm-hmm. giving yourself that moment. It's like such a little moment of self-love to just kind of come back to the breath and yeah. I found for myself, it's beneficial to kind of like write on a sticky note, breathe, same with blink. If you're like on a computer a lot, like breathe (laughs) and blink, do the two Bs because like those are the things that we just don't do if we're so focused. And so I'm, yeah, I'm very- Blink, wow. Didn't even think about blinking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right? Yeah, it's wild. Like it's like we're not breathing and we're not blinking. And I I wonder what the disconnect is becomes or is how we then get into that state but I think the thing that's so cool about all of this is everything's a muscle and like we've learned Mm -hmm. these patterns and we can learn a different way of being it takes time but it's Mm -hmm. like this stuff eventually does become second nature right and it's not about being perfect with it you know I think we have somewhere around 25,000 breaths a day there's no way I think anybody is really realistically going to get to the point where all 25,000 breaths are that ideal uh, scenario, but it's more about just like catching it more and more often and giving yourself that gift of that deep, even breath and, and starting to really get into tune with the shifts that you will immediately feel every time you do so. And then that becomes the reward. You know, you're like, Oh, I want to, I want to feel that goodness. I want to feel that calm. I want to feel that ease. Um, Or I just want to, be in that energy of knowing that I just did good, something good for myself. Even if maybe I don't feel a tangible benefit, like at least I know I just did something that's good for my body, good for the spirit. And I can just appreciate that and be in gratitude for that. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yes. (laughs) Thank you for all of that. And I'm excited for you to guide us today in this breath sequence. Mm -hmm. You mentioned you're going to take us through three different parts three different types of breathing. Mm-hmm. And they're all kind of in the realm of calming and downregulating the system. And mm-hmm. so I'm really honored to be guided by you. We all are. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I love to do little sequences like this because it can be almost like a guided meditation, but we're just focusing on breath. And there is no goal in terms of 
what the mind needs to be doing as long as you're breathing, as long as you're doing your best to follow the pattern and the sequence, then just letting the mind do what it's going to do. More often than not, it is going to slow down a little bit. It is going to quiet because it does take some energy and some effort in order to maintain these patterns. But also it's very normal to find yourself distracted and maybe you kind of lost the sequence and that's okay. Just catching it with love when you do and coming back. It's a practice. We're just practicing. We're breathing. Whenever we breathe in this way, it brings us very much into the present moment, brings us into our bodies. And that's a gift in of itself as well, because we're not stressing about any future situations or outcomes. We're not worrying about the past. We're just here in ourselves. And that's, I mean, that's essentially the goal of meditation as well, but this is just a different way of achieving that level of presence. Mm. Yeah, so we can get started. I invite you to find a comfortable seat wherever you are. And for those of you who are listening while driving, this is all safe to do while driving, just making sure you keep your eyes open, you keep your awareness about you. Um, But if you are somewhere where you're able to close your eyes and that feels comfortable, I invite you to do so. And whether you're lying down, whether you're seated, just being kind of mindful of the spine. It doesn't need to be stick straight, but just giving yourself kind of the opportunity, thinking about the lungs and the ribs and how sitting a little bit taller gives that area a little bit more uh, opportunity to fully expand and and not be encumbered in any ways. So going back to that email apnea, that's part of it too. That position like starts to collapse the lungs and the ribs. So we want to just give ourselves a chance to have the lungs be open while still feeling comfortable. (sighs) You're just taking a few deep breaths on your own. Just using the breath to really connect with your body and feeling the ribs and the lungs expand, maybe even feeling the belly fill. We're going to be using different parts of the body. We'll be engaging. So for now, just kind of taking full breaths and feeling it all. And this first breath we're going to do is called three parts breath. And so we'll be thinking about our torso divided into thirds with the upper chest, with the middle, which is the diaphragm. And I like to think of my lower ribs kind of moving to the sides when I'm engaging this part, and then the belly. And people, I think, are very used to chest and belly. The diaphragm can feel a little bit tricky, but again, just imagining it doesn't have to be perfect that at the lower ribs, you're feeling expansion in all directions. So let's start by exhaling the air completely, inhaling one third of your air into the chest, one third middle, last third belly, reversing that flow, exhaling one third belly, one third ribs, last third chest. Inhale chest, third into the diaphragm, last third belly, exhaling one third belly, middle chest. Inhale, third into the chest, into the side of the ribs, belly, exhale, belly, ribs, upper chest. Continuing at your own pace, moving from chest to ribs to belly, and then reversing that flow. And this is a combination of 
feeling the parts of your body and also visualizing the air going there, the breath. There's no need to get it perfect. Some parts will feel easier for you than others. Just letting it flow without judgment. Because we're not used to breathing into these specific area parts in this way, it takes some focus, takes some attention, and that helps to slow things down. But it's okay if you still feel like your mind is busy, if you're feeling distracted, just noticing, coming back to the breath, coming back to the body. Whenever we're breathing slowly and intentionally in this way, and especially when we're engaging the diaphragm and the belly, it's very calming, very grounding. This can be wonderful in moments of tension or stress. Also a beautiful breath to use before rest. Brings in a lot of body awareness. And I invite you to also bring in some extra love into these different parts of the body that you're engaging. We each have our own unique relationship with the different parts of our body. It's fascinating to think about how they're all working together now. To breathe, breathe in oxygen, to breathe in energy. Within life force. And therefore, they're all very essential and important. One more round, wherever you're at. Just coming back to an easy breath when you've completed. Just taking a little self-inventory in terms of anything you might be feeling or noticing. Sometimes you can feel different parts of your body a little bit more. Sometimes you feel a bit of energy. Sometimes certain sensation or energy will come over you. Emotion. Maybe you can feel your heart more strongly than before. And this next breath is a form of pranayama. It's an older yogic breath. It's called alternate nostril breathing. And there are a few variations of this. But I like to use one hand and fold down my pointer and middle finger, keeping my thumb, ring, and pinky extended. I'm going to use those two sides, those two fingers, sets of fingers to open and close the nostrils so that we can inhale and exhale on specific sides, which I'll guide us through. So I invite you to first uh, start by closing the left side, exhaling your air completely, then inhaling on the right. 
Closing the right, opening the left to exhale. Inhale on the left. Close left, open right to let it go. Inhale right. Close right, open left to exhale. Inhale left. Close left, open right, exhale. Inhale left, right, excuse me. Close right, open left, exhale. Inhale left. Close left, open right, exhale. Continuing at your own pace. Just being mindful that the inhales and the exhales feel equal, even on all sides. It helps you to keep count. I generally work with a count of four. Or you can just feel into it and let it feel even. It's very common to have one nostril more open than the other, so you might need to use a little bit different emphasis or strength on one side versus the other to get those inhales and exhales to match. And in the yogic tradition, they've mapped out energy meridians very similar to what's used in Chinese medicine with acupuncture. They're very, very similar indeed. And um, this breath in particular is excellent for helping to clear all those energetic channels, particularly the two key ones, one that runs up the spine, one that runs down the spine. Also good for balancing the left and right hemispheres of the brain. Noticing in your body, if you've tensed up anywhere, it can happen when you're trying something new and just relaxing, breathing into that space. Do one more round on the right side and then on the left side and finishing on the right. Coming back to an easy breath. Checking out with your body, seeing if there's any organic movement that could feel good, maybe in the shoulders or the neck. We started to loosen up potentially some muscles or started to move through a little bit of energy or tension. It's feel good to engage some of the muscles. And again, checking in with how you're feeling, what you're noticing. It doesn't have to be any specific goals, any specific benchmarks, but just noticing what may have shifted for you now compared to our last break or compared to when we started. And the last breath is called a four, seven, eight breath and was made popular by Dr. Andrew Weil. And he's done a lot of research and studying into the nervous system and into the vagus nerve, which is essentially the key nerve that connects to everything in the body and the importance of regulating it, the importance of toning it, the importance of finding practices that help you to calm it 
tap into it. And so this is a beautiful one and it's going to be um, all through the nose. Again, we're going to inhale for a count of four, hold for a count of seven and exhale for a count of eight. And this one can be uh, a little tricky as you're finding with each repetition, how much breath you need to take in on the inhale in order to complete the second and the third step. And so if you find it takes you a little while, that's okay. Do it with grace, with compassion. Because we've done the other two um, relaxing, calming breaths, that gives you a little bit of a leg up had we compared to had we just started with this breath. But again, let it be easy. Let it be nourishing. Uh, in no way are these breath practices meant to add any additional stress or judgment it's more to relax so making whatever adjustments necessary so i invite you first to exhale completely take a deep inhale through the nose for four hold exhale slowly inhale Hold. Exhale slowly. Inhale. Hold. Exhale. Inhale. Hold. Exhale slowly. Inhale. Hold. Exhale. Let's do one more inhale. Hold. Exhale. And going back to an easy breath. And just finding a moment of gratitude for yourself for giving yourself this gift. appreciating the breath and everything it does for us. And building these new patterns, this new awareness so that you can be more conscious of your breath and work with it and, and decide what works best for you, what feels the most like love, self-love, self-care throughout your day, throughout your life. I'm ready to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm <laughs> feeling very relaxed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just feel so grateful for all of that. <laughs> and I feel a little buzzy too, which is interesting. Mm. I don't normally feel that way after these techniques, but I just want to voice that. So it normalizes it for anyone else who's feeling maybe a little buzzy, a little lightheaded. Like it's okay. These, these are new oftentimes. And they'll feel differently, just kind of depending on where you are and, and where your nervous system is at. Just 
you know, continuing to work with it, try it, try different techniques, find the the technique and the combination that works best for you. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. And just, I am just like reveling in the sequence of it and how we flowed through all of that. And it, you know, I've struggled previously with four, seven, eight, because mm. I think I, um, I count too slowly or I'm like maybe a little too stringent with myself on that and mm-hmm. having the breath before it and uh, recognizing like, oh, I can count quicker was yes. really helpful. And so I really yes. appreciate all of that. And it yeah. it just, yeah, it all flowed and I just couldn't help but think about how amazing it is that we were, are recording this on a Monday and the intention of our doing our self-love Mondays on a Monday mm-hmm. is because- yeah it's the day ruled by the moon and the moon is all about self-love. So just feeling extra juicy in all of it. <laughs> Amazing. You know that I have a, a free library of these yeah. practices and different sequences. So um, maybe we can share that in the show notes. Absolutely. So people want to come back to it and reference it and um, practice and then try other sequences, you know, have some, different ones with different themes that are beautiful to, to practice. A hundred percent. Yeah, we will definitely link that. And thank you so much for guiding us and for all of the knowledge and wisdom you brought to this self-love Monday. It was such a yeah, treat. My pleasure. Such an honor. Yeah. Well, thank you for everything you're doing and thank you for letting me part be part of it. Mm, of course. Yeah. Thank you to everyone who's listening. We appreciate all of you and we love you all. And we'll see you on Wednesday. Thank you for holding space for this conversation. We hope it was expansive. As a new podcast, it would mean the world if you could please help us grow our community by leaving a review and sharing this episode. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the juicy conversations. We would love to connect with you, so follow us on TikTok, Instagram, and our Patreon coming soon. Mm-hmm.